Good morning. We are Tim and Michelle Hill with with Connected with Coffee, and this is your Morning Moments Matter show. (laughs) We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning for about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee to start your day with a shot of caffeine, good news, humor, and inspiration. (laughs) A little bit of laughing. Your Morning Moments Matter, we want to start you this way so that you can have good news, inspiration, and laughter throughout the rest of your day. So what are we celebrating today? Today is National Body Language Day. For those of you on the podcast, we're adjusting so, our shoulders. The rest of the podcast, we'll use body language to communicate. <laughs> so it'll be a lot of dead air on the podcast. But this actually is the first Friday of October. So the National Body Language Day is on that day, the first Friday of October. And it recognizes the significance of nonverbal communication in your life. These are silent messages that you don't realize you're sending in your interaction with others. From a smile, shoulder shrug, your body is revealing emotions <laughs> and thoughts. Thoughts. So be careful. What was that bump meaning? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure I know what that was. I don't know. You have to figure it out. So be careful. You can get yourself in trouble like that or give yourself away, especially if you're playing poker. I have history on this one. Sometimes these national days are just like, we don't know how this started, but it's a national day. This one, Blanca Cobb, internationally recognized body language expert and founder of Truth Blazer LLC, founded National Body Language Day to encourage people to understand each other through unspoken language. As well as to advance the topic of her business. <laughs> there's always self, money. There's, it's a self-serving a bit. A bit. But this goes way back. Nonverbal communication and body language. In yep. 18... Forever since there's been people, there have been nonverbal it, communication. Yes, that's true. It is. And Charles Darwin, in 1872, detailed these observations in his book, The Expression of Emotion in Man and Animals. He noticed that both people, human, bleh, both people, humans, and animals use body language in their communication. <laughs> Apparently, I need to not stop talking and use my body more today because I am not communicating well with my words. But long before Charles Darwin, as you mentioned, primitive people relied on body language, hand motions, gestures, facial expressions, and paralanguage, which is grunts and sounds, which is what teenagers use. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, teenager. to this day, grunts and sounds to communicate their needs, wants, and concerns, or in teenagers' case, disdains of all things adult. <laughs> Depending on the signals, trust and distrust can develop using these body signs and languages. Forms of expression, I'll give you a few examples. Body language is when you can't use your words, so you have minute movements that can reveal your unspoken thoughts. You can overcome language barriers, which we've done before when we were in Guatemala and didn't speak Spanish very well. You can try to use facial expressions and hand expressions to communicate when you don't speak the same language. Couples can use body language as a silent communication to express their emotions for each other. what that look was (laughs) you'll have to translate that later later parents can use body language with their infants and young people when they before they learn how to speak facial expressions and gestures and movements can help the babies understand and communicate their wants and needs like i'm hungry by crying which is actually not nonverbal, but because they're (laughs) making sounds Also, people who suffer strokes or have partial paralysis and other medical conditions can use nonverbal where speech is difficult and hand gestures and stuff like that to communicate. Even eyes and blinking and looking at the object to communicate your needs. (laughs) 
was that like? Were you looking at coffee? Yes. Look <laughs> longingly to... into the black, wonderful <laughs> beverage that makes everything better. So, on National Body Language Day, I went down a rabbit hole there. I didn't know where I was going. Take a look at the way you communicate to other people without your language and see how other people communicate with you and see if it matches. Because sometimes it, it can be disingenuous. They can be saying one thing and their bodies are saying another or vice versa. So look at the movements, the gestures, and identify how it works for you or what you're seeing in others. And that silent nod means I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if we were going to tell our, our amazing fans how we feel about them non-verbally... <laughs> all right today's good news story. so everybody on the podcast you need to go back to this day look at the video on facebook so you can see what we did because we're not telling okay there we go <laughs> today's good news story comes from scotland and it's another story in the we were sitting around You've trying spending a lot of time in the, in UK. the uk this week yes so the, the category of today's story is the we were sitting around trying to think up something good to do during shutdown category that was a big category. I think mean, a lot of people did that. <laughs> We've had other stories in that category. We had roly-poly-oly, and we had yeah. the ice rink in the side yard, but nothing that involves more than 100,000 sunflowers. That's a lot of sunflowers. It is a lot of anything. And that means it's a lot more seeds. If you have 100,000 yes. sunflower plants, that means... Bazillions. A bazillions of seeds. Yes. Reverend Douglas Creighton wanted to bring people some joy during shutdown. So he had this idea to plant a huge field of sunflowers. And he recruited a local farmer named Claire Pollock to help him. So they planted all of these seeds this May. Now she said, we've always grown wildflowers to help the birds and spread a bit of cheer, saying that it's been great to do something that would make people smile and get local people involved. So, you know how we plant corn mazes here in the United States? Yeah. If you're not familiar with that, they leave pathways in the cornfield open so that people can walk through them. Well, this field is planted like that. It opened to the public a few weeks ago and they had like 500 people go through the 20 minute walk that it took to take to go through it on the very first weekend. But if you look at this field from above, like from the perspective of a drone, the okay. pathway that they had to take through the field in that 20 minutes spelled the word hope. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's this big, huge field of flowers that spells out hope, and you can literally walk that word through the flowers. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we should go to the UK and do that. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to complain about that one. <laughs> that sounds good. I hope they keep doing it. It becomes a thing. Yeah. I, just the idea of physically walking through that word it's this experiential thing of a that's normally a feeling i just think it, the way to connect the the body and the heart in in that way i think would be a really interesting experience if you walked through it like meditatively thinking about hope or do they tell them it spells hope before you're going through it i'm Any sure case? they know that before they go through it yes cool. and it's not like a maze like we go into a cornfield and we can't get out. That would be no hope. <laughs> That's the no hope. Yeah. Although like if you walk through, like the O is connected in one spot. So you would have to like, walk like through. Like cursive them. or script. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's it's block letters actually. But, yeah. but there's a path. But you're not going to get lost without hope. In you this will always find hope. Yes. It be in the midst of hope. And yellow sunflowers. Enjoy. I would tell you how many, how big this field is. It's really large, but it was all in 
British measurements <laughs> for acreage that I don't know what they are. Hecta acre. So, exactly. And it would make no sense to our American listeners. So, and I didn't convert it. <laughs> <laughs> there's math. There's math involved and it's and too there's, early for There's that. no hope for when there's math involved. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> also today, just so you know, is also International Coffee Day. Wednesday was National Coffee Day, and we kind of celebrated together, but I didn't want this day to go by without at least mentioning acknowledging, and acknowledging the, the joy, power the power of international coffee and beans around the world that brings us all together in hope. <laughs> and we hope there's more coffee. <laughs> they hope there's more coffee. So does everyone around you. So I couldn't let some, that go without. There was something else that we were going to bring up on Friday. What, do you remember what it was? I've forgotten now. I don't know. It was no. international. Remember what you're going to bring up on Friday day. Yeah, I guess we'll have to move on. Okay. So today's to-go cup quote is from Alexander Graham Bell. When one door closes, another opens. But we often look so long and regretfully upon the closed door that we do not see the one that is open for us. Oh, that's really true, isn't that's, it? That's a that's the the true that slaps you upside the face. Bam. True. It's like, oh man, <laughs> I should be looking over there, not. Not the past, not what's happened, but what where I can go, where the sunflowers are with hope. We've been... <laughs> we, we've done, a little nonverbal yeah, eye we, roll there. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Can't all be winners, right? No, but I, you gotta try. You gotta try. There's always hope. There's always hope. <laughs> I, we've been talking a lot about grief in this season. We did a series of podcast episodes about grief um, earlier this summer, and... I think it's true that we need to grieve the loss of a dream or an opportunity or a season of life whenever those doors shut. But when the grieving isn't healthy or we focus on the loss so much yeah, yeah, that we miss new things and those new thresholds that we're supposed to cross, I think that it, I think that really can become a problem. Like I know people who have never moved on from a life change that could have opened up amazing new doors for them, but they wouldn't look at those new doors. Right. So I, I think that's a great quote. Your question for today is to think about the doors that have closed in your own life. Have you mourned them long enough? And if you have, find the other door. Put one foot in front of the other. Well, let's just walk down the lane of how many quotes can we <laughs> randomly toss together? That was Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> yes. Today's episode is brought to you by the Morning Moments Matters box. If you want an easy step into a morning routine, the Morning Moments Matter box is zen in a box for your busy morning. That's it. That's all you got? That's You're all I got today. say the rest? Nope. Can I? Nope. <laughs> well, fine. I've been relegated to not talk about the Morning Moments Matters box, so we will just thank you for joining us this morning, and we look forward to coffee with you each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So since today is Friday, we will see you Monday. Have a great weekend. Make plans to join us on Monday. Until then, remember that your best day starts this morning. (laughs) Stay caffeinated, y'all. Did you just just poop out and you had you couldn't say the rest? You just ran out of gas? No, we aren't. They, I just chose, <laughs> nope, nope. that was just the way today's <laughs> promo went. <laughs> you just quit. I didn't know I didn't quit. I stopped. It was intentional. <laughs> it didn't have to be.
the same every day. If, you, if it's different, then people actually listen. Uh, so maybe we should do it in Farsi. <laughs> well, yeah, but they have to be able to understand. Oh, well, Canadian then. And here we are. Welcome to Friday. The start it's of the weekend. It's Friday. It's Friday. It is Big Orange Friday. You always wear orange on Friday. I wear orange. I thought you always wore orange on Saturday. Game well, day. that too. But they call it Big Orange Friday because they want you to, wherever you are, wear your colors at work or at play or wherever you are, to show your support on non-game day. And then you wear more orange on game day. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. It is. <laughs> okay. It's, there's a hashtag for it. Well, there you go. Because if there's a hashtag... It's real. It's a thing. Those hashtags are funny. People who make up hashtags that, you know, there's only going to be one person. There's if The weirdest hashtag. And then nobody's going to follow that hashtag. I wonder what the weirdest hashtag is. Hashtag, this is the weirdest hashtag. Logically speaking? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, people who post something is like, hashtag, this is not going to happen on Thursday in Arizona. Why is that hashtag going to bring any type of traffic to your site? Well, that's not the only reason for hashtags. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one reason for you the hashtag. You tipped over the edge of the online digital marketer. <laughs> All right. I saw that side glance. That was a nonverbal communication. <laughs> Go ahead. Stop. noise <laughs> <laughs> you hit your hands on the table you're picking your nails pop my knuckles pop all kinds of bones and i just i have a lot i'm a noisy on. fellow i have a lot going on <laughs> it's got to come out somehow it just comes out in weird ways 